welcome back to another episode of the Mimosas with Moms podcast. I'm your host, Abby Williams, and today I am joined by Michelle Perta, a marriage coach for moms. Michelle is here to talk about prioritizing marriage after kids, communication, and connection. So welcome, Michelle. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. And kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, Michelle. Yeah. So um, I live in California. Yeah. And um, I'm a stepmom to a nine-year-old, a mom to a three-year-old, and we have a baby girl coming in April. April, um, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> um, other than that, I um, I am a life coach and yeah. I help moms be happier in their marriage so that they can really empower themselves to create the marriage that they want. Um, yeah. And the reason why I got into this is because looking back, you know, my parents didn't have the healthiest of marriages. They're, they're yeah. not together anymore. Right. And because of what I witnessed in their marriage, I didn't really have a good uh, baseline to start off of. Yeah. I mean, I went into relationships. Uh, there was just had like a list of what not to do. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is helpful, but also you can go to the other extreme and not right. be helpful. Right. Right. And so I rarely saw any good communication, if yeah. any at all. Um, I could probably count on one hand how many times I saw them be affectionate with each other. Yeah. Don't even know how often they went on dates, to be right. honest with you. And uh, I really took that into my relationships. You know, I yeah. said, okay, I'm not going to be, like you said, I had a list of what I wasn't going to do. And yeah. what I was going to do was be communicative. And I thought that since I expressed my feelings that I was really good at communicating and that was not the case. So there's good ways and bad ways to communicate our feelings, right? For sure. And yeah. over time I realized that, you know, I was the problem in all of my failed relationships. Like, no, I'm not a good communicator. And, and there's a lot more to communicating than just talking and saying, I feel, yeah. I think, and I want, you know, and yeah. I need and it became a problem until I started to really look at myself and start to do the work on myself and figure out who am I really yeah. and what am I really trying to communicate and how can I communicate this in, in a way where I'm being compassionate but also honoring myself, right? So did you get to this place before you met your husband? Um, I would Where say was I was starting to get to that place. Yeah. When I yeah. So because I think that that like happens more often than not for a lot of us is like, yeah, you know, totally. you get into kind of the, these situations of marriage or parenthood and you're like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what I'm doing. And you're like yeah. figuring it out as you go. I and mean, we're all like natural, out, like, right? Okay. like we, right. <laughs> no one's perfect. We right. are all a work in progress, and he's probably seen the most progress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so, you know, I had that to figure out, and then he had already had a son uh, yeah. from a previous relationship, and so as soon as we started dating, it was like, oh, I'm a mother figure now, right. 
what does that mean? And so I was like, okay, well, I shouldn't be going to bars every weekend probably now. Like I should get more rest so that we can have energy and go to the park and, yeah. and raise this kid. And, and I went through an identity crisis. Like yeah. who am I? Who do I need to be for this child? This child is now more important than my own like idea of what my life should be like. Yeah. And I went through what most moms go through, you know, you kind of lose yourself in motherhood and it took some time to figure out, no, that's, that's not okay. People don't become mothers to yeah. then sacrifice their life until the kids turn 18 and move out or later these days. Yeah. Right. Right. And so, um, I went through trying to figure out who I really was, how I wanted our relationship to be while raising a kid. And then I went through it again when we had a kid together. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, like I never <laughs> had this newborn phase. This is something else. <laughs> yeah. And you'll probably go through it again in April where it's like, no, okay, really. now what? Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. and it is a transformation each time you add yeah, another I think so, too. For sure. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, I'm hoping this time I'm more equipped to know what to expect and to yeah. snap out of it and figure out our new groove. Yeah. Um, as soon as she does arrive. But I just noticed that, you know, I tend to like to listen to people's stories and talk to people and help them. And I want to use my story, my experience, which is by no means unique right. uh, to help others to find their way back to themselves so that they can live the life they want to live, know that they don't have to be a martyr to be a good mom. I know. To enjoy their marriage. <laughs> like, you got married to enjoy each other as partners, not to have kids and then be like, okay, thank you, sperm donor. We're good now. You know, <laughs> That's not and I mean, it. and it's a lot of work, right? So you kind you add these children to the mix and especially like those first several years where you're just like so sleep deprived and they're so like time consuming of they are. everything, you know, they need all your energy. It's like by the end of the day, I have nothing left to give my husband, right? Because I've already poured it all into my tiny people. So how do you kind of help moms navigate that? Yeah. So anytime I hear that, which I got to say is pretty <laughs> often. <laughs> like that's probably like the biggest thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, when that happens, you really have to take a look at how you are creating your life. Yeah. What does your routine look like from the second you wake up to the moment you lay your head on your pillow? What does that look like? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can find things in there that you can do differently. You can stop doing, you can add things to your schedule um, to make your life feel more fulfilling and enjoyable and less stressful. I'm not yeah. saying it's going to be stress-free because that's just not life, right? Right. But you can certainly make it in a way where you can feel like you are creating your life and owning it rather than your life owning you. And you're just kind of like this pawn in this grand scheme of life yeah. and you have no choice. Like you do have a choice. And so I love to remind moms that, Hey, you're the mom. Now you get to decide what happens and what right. doesn't happen. What works for your family? What doesn't work for your family? 
throw out the cookie cutter way of, you know, okay, this is the perfect recipe to be a mom. You have to, <laughs> you know, whatever. You have to look good. You have to have your kids in all the activities. Yeah. And you have to have your house spick and span at all times. And it's just like, but why? It's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> what is really important to you? Like, what are your priorities? Yeah. Match that up with what your husband's priorities and see what overlaps and figure out a way to make it work without burning out because you are useless to everyone, including yourself, if you are burnt out. Yeah. So if your vision is to be a good mom, how are you a good mom if you're stressed out, cranky, yelling all the time, nagging at your husband, right. feeling not so great about yourself? Like right. nobody wins. And probably, you know, just like being that role model for the good communication and a healthy relationship. You know what I mean? We're like, we kind of go back to what you were talking about with your parents Mm -hmm. and how I had this list of what not to do, but I didn't have this list of what to do. And I think a lot of us kind of like grew up like that probably. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's interesting to watch now kind of that like come full circle and, you know, you have social media is real big and people are talking about it. Um, so I don't know, but yeah, I just think that being the positive role model for your children is just like so powerful. Yeah. Right. And that it makes you a good mom. Right. And you yeah. get to enjoy the process as well. Yeah. Like, you're not saying it's going to be an easy ride because I don't yeah. know where you're starting from, but you get to reap the benefits now. And meanwhile, you're setting a good example for your kids to be like, okay, this is what it takes to have a healthy relationship. This is what it looks like. It doesn't look like people smiling all the time because that's (laughs) not reality. Like you're going to butt heads. There's no way you can't not butt heads in your relationship. And so I think it's important to show them what it really takes and it takes compromise and compassion. It does take quality time. It takes prioritizing. Yeah. I mean, even setting boundaries with your kids so that you can have <laughs> that quality time in with your your yeah. spouse. I know. I'm in a mom's group with uh, this woman who every day, like when her husband walks in the door, it's like the kids have to go to another room. It's mom and dad's time to oh, sit I at the kitchen that. table and they like, you know, catch up and connect and go through, you know, whatever they need. to. Yeah. Like, here's the list of things we need to get done or whatever they need to do. And like she gets that time with her husband first exactly. before the kids like, you know, pounce all over him. Yes. And you just like you know, so many people, I don't feel like even would like, think of this, you know, like, oh, you're just like walking in the door, I'm in the homework shuffle, or I'm trying to get dinner together, you know, so I think it's like really easy to get caught up in all the daily. Oh, (laughs) but just like trying to be more mindful, I guess. Yeah, intentional is to see, okay, does, does our life support what we want? If it doesn't, it's time to get to work and get creative like your friend does. Like, that's really creative. I love that. And there are ways for you to establish boundaries with your kids so that they can honor that. And they they may not even know what they're really doing, but it's such a huge benefit to your relationship because your relationship with your husband is truly the foundation, the stability, the rock of the family. And you know, maybe they're going to have a hard time 
you know, accepting it at first because it's different, but over yeah. time it's going to be normal. Like, okay, dad's here. Hi dad. We're going to go play in the room now. Like that's just normal business. I know. I always feel like for like me and my husband, when we get into these kind of ruts of not connecting, not prioritizing our marriage, we're just like going through the motions with tiny people. Um, we had two babies back to back that we had two under two, they were 15 months apart. And life was just like really busy. We were not making time for each other. And then like once we kind of like snapped out of it or like got to the other side, we kind of felt like, okay, what do we even talk about? You know, we would go on these dates and it would be so awkward. Like, yes, I don't even know this person, you know, outside of parenthood, Mm -hmm. you know, and just like, hey, did you go to the grocery store? Did you get the milk? Did you do this? Like, can you flip the laundry for me? You know, outside of like, you know, just this hustle and bustle of the day to day life. What are you talking about? And I don't ever want to like lose that because then at some point, like this parenthood journey is going to kind of fizzle where they're Mm -hmm. all going to leave. And then what? Like that terrifies yeah. me. <laughs> then you're left with a roommate, right? Yeah, or you may yeah. not even be together because right. when you don't make time to connect regularly, that's yeah. when the fights happen more frequently, right. Right? right? And like you said, that's when you kind of lose touch on who are you right now? <laughs> like I only know how I'm doing. I have no idea yeah. what you are, right. like what you're up to. Right. Besides the important stuff. I don't know how you're truly doing, like or feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's really important to keep that in the forefront, like, hey, we're in this together. How are you doing with everything? And every few months, I actually ask my husband, hey, how how is um, our marriage going from your yeah. perspective? Yeah. And I have to sit and shut it because you have to be willing to create that safe space to let them say what's really on their mind, despite how much it may Hurt, you, hurt your feelings. Yeah. Right? But I think that that's really powerful. Free. Yeah. So how do you kind of, so when I guess like your clients or married couples come to you, mm-hmm. kind of what does that look like? Are they like in crisis mode where they're like, oh my gosh, we're in trouble. Like things are not good. Or mm-hmm. do you feel like it's more like preventative maintenance? Like, you know, hey, things aren't horrible, but we could use like some tricks and tips or, you know, we need something. Um, I would say I get women in all situations. Yeah. Preventative, like, okay, I I notice a pattern and I really want to stop our tracks and shift gears so that we don't end up in that space because life is already really stressful and I need us to be on a team all the way to, I don't know if I want to divorce him. And this is my last ditch effort to get clarity with, okay, what can we try? Do I even want to try? Like, where do I go from here? Like, yeah, yeah. It runs the whole gamut. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. And so how do you kind of like navigate these couples to getting back to themselves? So I work only with women. Um, I, I take that approach because I don't think that, it is to their benefit to come together to a session. Um, I think that only one person needs to be a part of 
coaching and leading change in order for change to happen. Yeah. Because really all you can control is yourself. And until your husband is willing to change, there's no point. The sessions will just end up being like a rant session in which I'm just going to play referee. And I don't think that's a good use of anyone's time because nothing's going to get done, right? You're not going to be really raw and vulnerable and honest with the situation if you're worried about what that person's going to hear or react or think. And so my approach is really to just figure out, okay, what is the root of the problem? What is going on? And typically, a lot of times, um, the women I work with either aren't prioritizing themselves, and so they have this illusion that they don't have any choice and that they're stuck in their situation and that they're a victim. So a lot of work that we do together is to empower them to figure out, well, who are you really? Yeah. What makes you you? Let's bring back that person and work on your communication skills so that you can share with him your true self and lead the change by being able to be present in the conversation instead of constantly reacting. Yeah. And it's just people <laughs> reacting. That's not a conversation. That's yeah. a drama show. Right? Yeah. Which I feel like so many moms like kind of so get many. into that pattern of the reacting game with our children yeah. and with our husbands and any kind of thing. And Absolutely. I feel like that comes from not feeling heard. Absolutely. I mean, that's yeah. like probably the most important thing is right. to feel seen and heard. Right. And when we don't feel seen and heard, that's when our childlike behaviors come out mm-hmm. and we're like, heck no, you're not going to do that to me. You know, and then that's when the ugly side of you comes out and you're like, oh, <laughs> I don't like being this person. Yeah, I yeah. know. I know. And so I teach them how to tap into who they want to be so that they can be proud of who they are, despite how their husbands react and know that they did everything they could to be the best they can be for their marriage. And typically I would say most times, depending on if you married a good person, they'll follow because when you show up, they care about you. They don't have the same person to react to. Right. Mm -hmm. So then they have to kind of be like, Oh, well, that was different. Maybe it's (laughs) to be, You know, to not have my walls up, to not have my gloves on ready to fight and rumble. Maybe it's okay to be honest. Let's test this a little bit, you know? And so it is a process and, and it's so fun to see and, and get those messages from my clients like, oh my gosh, like we just did this and we didn't fight. Or can you believe it? He said this. And I'm like, yeah, I can. I can believe it. I I know. I think that this is a really good approach that like you're taking with moms and making them kind of shift the focus onto themselves because I think that that's like our biggest downfall, like across the board, moms all over, working moms, stay at home moms, you know, single moms, married moms, whatever, you know, we put everybody's needs above ourselves and we kind of lose like our self-worth a little bit. A lot like of you it. are, you are worthy, yeah. you know, you're worthy to go out and do chase your dreams or yeah. be your own person, you know, outside of being a mom and being a wife. And so I think that that's a really great thing that you're doing to empower these women. And 
I'm sure that, you know, seeing the rewards is just so fulfilling for you also. Yeah. Yeah. It's just to, to see these women come into their true selves is like, Oh my gosh. Like I cannot, (laughs) I always tell them, I can't wait for you to meet the person. I see who you really are and can't, I cannot wait. Yeah. And then you just get to like be their cheerleader at the end. Like you go girl. (laughs) Exactly. Like to, to have the ability to know that I have the answers, not me, but like them, like, I have the answers to snap myself out of it, to figure out what's really going on and take control over my life instead of feeling like I'm on autopilot and I'm just kind of like waiting to die and life just sucks. (laughs) No, there's so much more to life if you just open your eyes and see all the opportunities and the choices that you have and and the impact of your choices. Yeah. You really have to choose carefully. Otherwise, you know. There is just like so much beautiful stuff out there. Like you just gotta go do it. Right. Yeah. So Michelle, kind of tell us where um, we can find you. Yeah. So my absolute favorite place to hang out is my community. It's called Marriage and Motherhood. Yeah. Um, It's in Facebook. It's free. It's full of women who are super supportive. And I share every day. Yeah in trainings on how to strengthen your marriage and start creating that change that you want to see and not have to wait for your husband because you have that power too. You don't have to sit around and, and expect him to change. In fact, if you're doing that, that's a surefire way to fail your marriage. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I love to hang out there. I would love for any of you who are resonating with what I'm saying to join Um, I'm all about empowering you to figure out how you can make simple shifts to start to create what you want to see in your marriage and set your marriage up so that your kids are going to grow up thinking, wow, I can't wait to be married because what it looks like. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's my favorite way to hang out with people that I just meet. Um, I also have this freebie um, for any of you listeners that want to grab it. Um, I have a uh, worksheet. It's actually not a worksheet. It's a PDF and it's five questions to take your communication from conflict to connection. And so it's thought. And do you do that with your husband or do you do that solo? You have to wait and see. Yeah. (laughs) Go download Um, it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're thought provoking um, questions to consider and answer and, it will help you shift your way into how you approach communicating with your husband. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm going to go download it. So (laughs) you guys should as well. And Michelle, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, It was a pleasure and cheers to healthy marriages. Yes, I love that. (laughs) Did you enjoy this episode? Please be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. And be sure to tell your friends. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Mimosas with Moms. And you can email me at the number 2 mimosamoms at gmail.com.